You're listening to Beyond Infinity, your weekly dose of science and technology, presented by me, Piers Cunningham. And me, John Young. John, there's been some good news for Volkswagen owners. It's a story that we've covered because of the sort of technical angle of mm-hmm. it. We also have kind of fairly horrified that such a big car maker could be pulling the wool over its customers' eyes around the world, mm-hmm. pretending to, to espouse green credentials yes. with their technology, and then turning out to be fitting dodgy gear to make it appear that they were, they were passing uh, emissions testing. In fact, they weren't. So this is yeah, a story the, we've covered. It's on our website, beyondinfinity.com.au. But there's been some good news because there's finally a settlement in Australia for that's customers. That's right. Yeah, look, we uh, we started uh, looking into this story back in 2015 when it became you know, global news at the time, mm. the emissions scandal. Mm. And um, this was uh, also around about the time when America uh, basically then got the, the payout for Americans that had a diesel VW uh, car or a Skoda and an Audi vehicles yep. that so it was uh, all diesels. Tur- it was all turbo diesel engines that's wasn't right. generally turbo diesel yeah. was the technology it's because of the i think it was the sulfur in in part of the fuel and then the emissions um you know there was a computer that was able to tell the sensors well you're being tested now so make it look like mm. the emissions aren't as bad mm. Mm. And so when it went through the courts in Australia as a class action, there was some, I guess, some reservations here because we don't have the same emission standards as they do in America. Right. And not as stringent. Not as stringent. Mm. So we, ha- we certainly have emission standards, but they're not as strong as even some of the European standards. And I guess that's what um, some of Volkswagen's defence was that was saying, well, the you don't have those same standards and therefore they don't apply to us. And that's why I guess it's been dragging out in court for a number of years now. It's right. um, going on um, about three years, I think. Uh, there's been at least two, maybe three years. And there was a class action, wasn't there? So it was a class action. Blackburn. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. And uh, I've, you know, we've been part of it because we had, uh, at the time, we had a car, a Volkswagen Jetta, mm. uh, and it was a diesel vehicle. So right. it only applies to people that, that own or owned a vehicle in October. October of 2015 that was a part of this. So that covers diesel, Volkswagen, Skoda and uh, Audi vehicles. There is a way to check if you uh, could be one of those and that's you know entering your um, vehicle information and it will come back with a yes or a no and you okay. can join the class action. You put in your now. engine, no, your vehicle ID number yeah. or your uh, engine and number. And it'll tell you if mm. you're part of that. So, mm. so basically, you know, everything sort of went quiet. I haven't really heard anything um, for some months yep. about it and I believe the judge was sort of demanding some answers from Volkswagen because they had proposed a fix and that was to uh, you know to put this this little uh, they recalled Volkswagens and it was to put a little attachment into the car which was supposed to um, improve the airflow and therefore make it comply make it comply but what all it did was it people were complaining that it uh, reduced fuel efficiency mm. um, it, it lowered performance lowered performance and there was uh, no detectable change, or people were arguing there was no detectable change in the emissions anyway. So, right. so you know, people were wondering, why do we need to put this on if you're suggesting that it's the fix, which it clearly wasn't? Mm. And I think based on sort of all of this, uh, it, it would appear that Volkswagen now say, well, we're not going to completely admit that we're in the wrong, but we're willing to come to a settlement. And here is the settlement. So okay. they have agreed to pay between $87 million and $127.1 million. Right. And that will depend on the total number of eligible Volkswagen, Audi and Skoda motorists who registered to participate in the settlement. So, okay, there is so if, still, you didn't, if you didn't register, is it too late to be part of it? No, no. You, can, you can be part of it now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so provided that you can uh, provide proof that you were there, so registration information, 
information uh, that your car was eligible uh, or had you know would have had these issues. So given that you've disposed of your car, you're still part of this. You're still li- are, uh, eligible for a part of the settlement. We were concerned that when we traded the car in, mm. that uh, there would be you know would that remove us from this? Mm. Uh, we made inquiries to Morris Blackburn, and then they had said, no, no, you just because you owned it at that time, mm. um, you're still part of this class and action. Presumably, you may have even suffered some kind of penalty because you were selling a car. Which I think the, one of the problems that owners faced was that unless you did the the compulsory recall, which which fitted this extra bit of hardware, yep. which we said re- reduced economy and reduced performance, so you kind of don't have as good a car in some ways as what you thought you were buying. Yeah, um, then it was it was it was difficult. It was tricky to actually transfer the ownership privately because if there's an outstanding uh, recall, recall yeah. on a car, then technically it's unroadworthy and therefore you can't transfer the ownership. I, I guess you could trade it in, which is we what did, you did. We traded it in and we noticed uh, only about a month after we traded it in that it was being sold via one of the sort of the online auction houses. Really? So, hmm. uh, you know, I don't know what that tells you. Maybe they couldn't sell it via their own yards or maybe they didn't uh, care for it. Hmm. I noticed that for cars that haven't got the value they, that they perceive and, hmm. you know, in terms of the dealers, they hmm. tend to push them through right. sort of a buy as is hmm. and take from there. Mm. We didn't get anywhere near what we would have hoped for a trade-in. I guess that's always the case, though. You never really get as much as you would like for that trade-in. Yep. Uh, but for this this one, it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, had we gone private, that would have played on the mind at that time um, of people thinking, well, have you have you got the uh, the fix? You know, we could have gone and, and done that, but that would have decreased the performance, uh, decreased the uh, you know fuel efficiency, et cetera. So we didn't get the fix. We refused at that point, but we are still part of that class action. Now, it's not fine finalized yet it still needs to go in front of the courts the federal courts to sort of approve this but it is expected that there could be sort of an average payout of $1,400 per car um, that that was affected during Mm. this Mm. and so you had to have had an eligible vehicle as at October 2015 Mm. and this is part of the EA 189 vehicle affected in in terms of the diesel so if if you think you might have been part of that then there we'll have links on our website beyondinfinity.com.au where you can can go through and sort of put the VIN number in and put the car details in. I think they're already and, there with the original story we did. That's right. But yeah, yeah you'd, you'd find them easily on on the on the web, or you could contact Morris Back Blackburn if you wanted to. But you'd be able to find it through uh, just a Google search, I'd imagine. But it is interesting. There's also an ACCC case, the Australian Consumer Watchdog Competition and Consumer Commission. They've also got dispute with Volkswagen as well. Mm. So you know, you get the feeling that. It's in response to a class action and pressure, but it's also about rebuilding customer confidence because yeah. they're a big car maker and they're still a popular car maker in Australia. So in a way, they've they've moved on beyond this. They're yes. still selling lots of cars, although I, I wonder how they've uh, how popular their diesels are going. You know, it'd be interesting to see how the the sales figures have been affected for for diesel cars for yep. Volkswagen because that was always their strong, super economical car. You know, we yes. get really extraordinary mileage. Uh, I know someone who had one uh, quite a few years ago. I mean, in fact, that she. Problems with it, but it did have you know, you could get a thousand k's on a tank. We would know. find that if we're doing a, a long country drive, uh, we'd fill a tank and we'd get over a thousand kilometers. The only problem find. is the emissions weren't that well. Great. That's that's the problem. I mean, you, you certainly don't want to be put harming the environment with it um, by doing these long drives. Yeah. So, so if you have already participated already if you're already involved in this class action you've submitted your details to Morris Blackburn there is nothing more that you need to do at the moment mm. there will be further information that will follow which will have a settlement notice which will contain the next steps that you would need to take yep. if you're not part of it then uh, I suggest that you at least look into it as you might have some uh, money come back your way you're listening to beyond infinity, beyond infinity. Beyond infinity. 
Thanks for listening. Remember to visit our program website, beyondinfinity.com.au, where you'll find our complete back catalogue of over 600 podcasts. That's beyondinfinity.com.au.